Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Good. Oh, I'm starting. Hello and welcome. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't have Coach Rooney. <laughs> we start off We start off with silence. Hello and welcome to the D1 Baseball College World Series Finals preview show. Here we go. It is Sunday. Aaron Fitt, Kendall Rogers, Joe Healy. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? We're Good. doing well. I'll go ahead and talk since we had another awkward silence, but... I'm doing well, you know. You know, after after Ty Floyd and the, the 17 strikeouts last night kind of led the way. Aaron, it looks like today's gonna be a little different. Kind of looking out the hotel window, I just saw a uh, shopping bag go past me uh, on the eighth floor. So that gives you an idea of what kind of wind we're dealing with. The wind's blowing straight out. I think they said uh, a minute ago. I was looking at the gusts were expected to be up to 35 miles per hour. So the question today is, like, who does that favor? That's because it's kind of the big question for me. It certainly doesn't favor people picking up trash in downtown Omaha. That's, <laughs> it, I mean, the eighth floor, I, I would love to know what kind of journey that plastic bag is on. Like that's got, I mean, to have gotten up to the eighth floor, that thing is going to just, it's going to, and who knows where that's going to end up. It's going like, to end up with the Bob. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. On, on the Bob for sure. And probably in the Missouri <laughs> river. So shout out to pollution. I have this, uh, <laughs> Shout out to pollution. I, ha- I have this this memory of being a kid, and we went to a game at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, Runes. And we were sitting way in the uh, the top of the upper deck, and and we were just mesmerized by this one plastic bag that like floated up from field level all <laughs> the way up and out of the stadium. And it's like I want to see if this bag wow. can, can make a journey like that. Wow, that's the real storyline today. That's majestic. Oh, exactly, that must have been majestic. Well, it was like, magical. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's funny. You know, kind of looking back at last night, real quick, guys. You know. This College World Series has been awesome, but just the number of individual, like, just, like, magical performances has been crazy. You know, last night, Kay Beloso gets the big home run. Tommy White gets the big home run against Wake Forest. Obviously, it's hit another one last night. But, you know, the big story here has just, you know, been, with LSU at least, from a pitching standpoint, it's been, you know, it was kind of the Paul Skeen show coming into this thing. But the number of people that have stepped up for LSU in this College World Series is pretty pretty crazy i mean riley cooper still hasn't given up a run out of the bullpen uh ty floyd with 17 strikeouts last night and the guys i think the thing that's impressive to me is florida knew how they were going to be attacked like they knew you know rising fastball rising fastball rising fastball and like it did not matter last night like they were not seeing it well and i was actually looking at some highlights this morning of his his pitching last night and i mean that, that is a nasty pitch and last night he had a little bit more juice i think Gary tweeted this out early in the game but he had a little bit more juice last night on that fastball. Typically, you know, when I saw him twice earlier this year, it was more like 93, 95, maybe bumping 96. But, I mean, last night it was pretty much 95, 96, bumping a 97 with a couple of 93s in there. It was more than that 94, 97 mix. So uh, his, his performance was legendary. I mean, that was pretty special. I think I even saw a 98 early in the game. And, yeah. You know, his fastball always plays up, even when it's 93, 95. But when yeah. he's playing up and he's got his peak velocity, uh, I mean, good luck. It's a, you know, I think his previous career high for strikeouts in a game um, was 10, and that was set earlier in Omaha, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, and so, you know, to go out and strike out 17 and all of a sudden your, your name is alongside Eddie Bain and behind only Steve Arlen. I mean, that's, that's something Pretty special good. right there. Those are, those are legendary yeah. names around, around these parts. Um, and, and so, you know, he really has come into his own when they needed him most and, uh, and, and Kid Bloso once again, coming through and, and, you know, Tommy White, as, as you mentioned, I mean, second day in a row, it's a huge home run. They're down in the eighth inning. That was the crazy thing was we're sitting there after seven and, you know, Ty Floyd's mowing him down. He's got on his way to 17 strikeouts and, and they had all these chances against Sprout and somehow you look up and they're down a run in the seventh inning. It's like, it is like, they just seem kind of snake bit, but all it took was one pitch. You know, they had all these scoring chances. This is what I can't get past. They had all these scoring chances and still they needed three solo home runs to get most of their offense. It was just a, yeah. kind of a strange game in that regard. Steve Arlen, uh, well, Steve Arlen no longer with us, but the, the family of Steve Arlen popped some champagne last night when they, uh, you know, Floyd comes out of the game with just 17, 17 strikeouts. Um, it, I wrote this in my story, but it's the difference in something being simple and something being easy. Like, I, I can guarantee you there were scores of Florida fans watching this game at home going, stop swinging at that, you know, the, the, the fastball up out of the zone. But like, brother, it ain't, it ain't that easy, you know. Um, it's simple to say the key is laying off a fastball at uh, the letters and above, um, but that doesn't mean it's easy. And I think we saw that again last night. And I, it, look, I also can't just fight the feeling that this is, we alluded to this yesterday in the, the show at the, at the Wilson store. I can't fight the feeling that this is just kind of like LSU is a little bit of a team of destiny and the, the breaks seem to be going their way in that way. I mean, I guess you could look at the left on base last night and say, well, actually they, <laughs> the breaks weren't going their way, but I go back to the, I think Kendall made this point that like there was a, a ball yesterday that is, is hard hit off the bat of Caglione or I forget. I think it was Caglione, but it caroms off of Trey Morgan directly to the guy playing. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, and, and then Ty Floyd was like on it and covering first base. Like there were a bunch of things that had to happen for that out to happen. And it did. Right. Um, where if that ball caroms any other direction, like, you know, it's, it's obviously a much stickier situation. So it just kind of feels like LSU's kind of got everything rolling yeah. the, right, the right direction. And, you know, they, they ran into three balls last night and, and that ended up being enough on a day when they they had trouble putting rallies together. Uh, you mentioned, by the way, uh, the Wilson store, and that reminds me, I think we should give a shout out to our good friends at Wilson. And if you're in town, uh, please do make sure you stop by the Omaha experience over there in the Omaha baseball village. They've got all the best brands under one roof. You can meet equipment experts and shop for gear from Evo shield, yeah. the Marini Louisville slugger, uh, and Wilson all at the Omaha experience or That's online awesome at some hats. Yeah, this this hat I'm I'm debuting this hat today. Picked it up on Saturday. Good looking uh, hat. It's a Demarini. It's fantastic. Uh, check it out at uh, uh, at the Omaha Experience or online at EvoShield.com/slash/Omaha this month. So, uh, thanks again to Wilson for that partnership, guys. Um, here's the storyline tonight. We've got Hurston Waldrop for Florida against Nate Ackenhausen for LSU. Ackenhausen was great his last time out. Um, Six shutout innings against Tennessee, really good offense. Um, Waldrop, also great last time out, had 12 strikeouts over six innings of one-run ball. And we've got different ballpark conditions this time. Wind definitely howling out to center field. Um, mm -hmm. Who do we think this favors? I, I will say this, you know, Leah Van, who does a really good job covering LSU, kind of tweeted this out a minute ago about Hurston Waldrop. But, you know, a little different LSU lineup right now than last year when he faced the LSU in the regional 
But uh, he struck at 11 and 6 and two-thirds and gave up two runs against LSU last year in Hattiesburg. So for Herschel Waldrop, there's a little bit of familiarity for those that don't realize that Florida did not play LSU in the regular season. Uh, so there's familiarity to an extent for Herschel Waldrop with LSU. I, I just think, like, I, number one, I think LSU wins this series. But I just think when you look at Florida, when LSU is kind of piecing things together today, like, do we – I'm assuming Nate Ackenhausen's probably starting. Maybe maybe Thatcher Hurt. I mean, the question is one, one of those two guys probably. I, I just think when Hurston Waldrop's been Florida's best pitcher in the postseason, as you pointed out last night, Brandon Ely can probably come back for an inning if he needs to. They still have Ryan Slater. You know, Josh Rivera had a quiet night last night. Like, my money's not on Josh Rivera having another quiet night again. Uh, I just – I think Florida keeps things alive today. I think LSU wins tomorrow, but I think Florida wins today. I do think it favors Florida from the standpoint of there are a few pitchers, obviously Schemes is the, is the king of this, but there are a few pitchers that miss bats at the rate that Waldrop does. And he's been particularly good in the postseason. I, I included this in, in my story last night that in the NCAA tournament, he's thrown 21 innings, giving up two runs, seven walks, 37 strikeouts. He struck out a dozen or more in each of his last three starts, all in the NCAA tournament. Uh, so, you know, on a day like today when the wind is going to be gusting out, you just don't, you don't want to put the ball in play because once the ball's in play, you never know what's going to happen. And his ability to keep the ball from being in play, I think, is is key. The other thing about that is, though, he needs to, to kind of pull off the trick that Ty Floyd pulled off. One of the reasons why Ty Floyd was had a relatively low, considering how good his stuff is, relatively low career high in strikeouts is because he he's never really been efficient enough to get deep in games. Mm. Um, and last night he was, uh, Waldrop's kind of in a similar boat where, you know, he needs to be efficient enough to get Florida deep into the game and keep himself in the game to continue getting swings and misses. Uh, one of the other stats I put in the story is that of Ty Floyd's 17 strikeouts, 12 of them came on O2 or one, two counts. There just weren't a lot of deep counts in the game. And, and that feels like it's going to be important for, I mean, frankly, both sides, but Waldrop in particular, because having, especially with having used a couple of big bullpen arms last night for Florida, keeping Waldrop in the game late, I think is, is going to be important for them. Those are all good takes, Joe. Good analysis there. Uh, I, I think, you know, the key here is, 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 you know, if you're going to pitch up in the, up in the zone with a fastball, high spin fastball, um, that's going to lead to more fly balls when, it, when it's hit. And Waldrop, Waldrop is that kind of guy, but also he's got the splitter. And so, I, you know, the splitter we saw it, the other day was kind of the key pitch for him. Um, it, that's his pitch. That's his signature. It's an elite pitch. It's kind of like Floyd's fastball. You know it's coming. So you could say, okay, don't swing at it. But that's easy to, easy to say, not as easy to do. Um, maybe that pitch is kind of the, the, the key here in this game. But, uh, you know, on the other side, I mean, if, you're, if they do start Ackenhausen, which is what I anticipate, um, I mean, I love him in this ballpark on a normal day when you can just fill up the zone and pitch to contact. And that, that said, I think he had seven strikeouts, you know, last week. So he's, he, he can, he can miss some bats, but he's not a big strikeout guy. He's a, he's a pitch yeah. to contact guy. And so I don't know that pitching to contact is necessarily the right recipe when the wind is totally different like this. But um, I, I kind of do like the fact that LSU still has plenty of guys behind them that they can roll, roll back there now. I mean, you've got all the guys who pitched against Wake Forest on Wednesday. I mean, I assume will be available. Coleman, Money, Herring, and Guidry. And I mean, it seems like Riley Cooper could pitch every day. So just keep running him back. Um, 
I feel like they'll be able to piece it together once again. And and right now I just feel like they're, they feel a little bit like a freight train, even though it's, you know, you look at their overall offensive numbers and it's still like, um, I mean, they're hitting 220 in Omaha, you know, Florida's hitting 214. It's, it's, it's not like there's been offensive fireworks, but it's just, it's just something about LSU's mojo and their, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep riding the hot hand here. I think LSU closes it out today again, even though they have the pitching disadvantage against Walter. Yeah. It's almost like you have to overwhelm them, which is really hard to do in this ballpark. The, yeah. the question is, can you overwhelm them with the wind blowing out? That'll be the, yeah, that'll it, be the question. It, it does seem like another thing for Florida is if Florida is going to extend this series, like to Kendall's point, it kind of feels like they need to ambush LSU, right? The longer mm-hmm. you let LSU kind of hang around in this thing, um, and if you, if you let Ackenhausen get comfortable again and Ackenhausen's throwing the ball well, if it's a close game late, you know, LSU's just pulled out so many of those. And it feels like they've just, they're, they're going to win those kinds of games right now. Um, it, it, so it, if Florida does not come out and, and put some runs on them early, that feels like the danger zone for the Gators. Yeah. Although I will say this for Florida, going back to the regional, you know, they, they lose the, the second game in the winner's bracket to Texas Tech, I believe. And then they come back and it's not like they just eke their way to a bunch of wins. I mean, they really dominated yeah. through the loser's bracket those next three days. It wasn't uh, just, you know, holding on by the skin of their teeth here. Um, they responded well to adversity. And so, I, you know, I'm, I know yesterday was, was a tough one for them. You lose in 11 innings. Um, you know, you had a lead late and couldn't hold it. But I still feel like this team is is mature enough and, and good enough that they can they can bounce back and put together a, a good game. So I'm, I'm very excited to watch this game. I think it could go either way. Just like this whole series feels like a coin toss. But um, Joe, who are you picking? Selfishly, because I want a game three here, I'm going to pick Florida. Right. <laughs> I, I would just like to I, I'd like to see a game three here, uh, and and I do like the pitching matchup from Florida standpoint. They made a good. There was a good point last night. BT Ryphill made in post game, which is that I ask about the confidence they have with Waldrop on the mound, and he said, "You know, we feel like we have an advantage anytime that guy takes the mound, but ultimately we have to go out there and win it. We can't just you know stand around out there." Now, now I'm paraphrasing, but it, it felt like he was saying we can't just go around it and stand out there and just watch him do his thing and then expect to eke out a run and win the game, right? And and Kevin O'Sullivan made the point that there were a lot of bad at bats last night for the Gators or he felt, uh, you know, a lot of O2 O2 swings, you know, two strike swings that weren't the types of swings that Florida generally takes with two strikes. It felt out of character in in his mind. So um, they know they have to come out here and just and play better. It can't just be, well, we're good. We got Waldrop. Like we're fine. They they have to kind of collectively play better because the offense wasn't, wasn't great either. Right. So um, even though they had they had some opportunities early, but it felt like as that game went on, it just kind of started to wilt. Like, yeah. and maybe the the air came out of the balloon because you can only leave the bases loaded so many times before you start to get frustrated. But anyway, long winded way of saying, I, I, selfishly, I, I would like to see Florida just so we get a, a third game here. I do think that you know at some point Florida's going to need a little bit more out of their stars offensively, um, and that means Caglione, who's two for seventeen in Omaha. Uh, Langford hits some balls hard, but doesn't have a whole lot to show for it. He's three for 16. Uh, Cade Curlin, the guy I keep talking about, you know, who, who needs to be the igniter at the top of the lineup. He's three for 19. So, I mean, those three guys I think are, are really key here. Let's see if they can, they can get something going here on, on Sunday. Kendall, did you have something or you good? No, I was, I, so I, I want to give uh, Christian Aro some props here. So, no. so for those who don't know, when he produces our show, he's like in a little like gray box down here. You don't see him, 
But Aaron's over here talking, and he's over here doing, like, curls in the background. <laughs> I, I appreciate uh, Gennaro doing some curls while we talk. I guess we're very motivating in the gym. That's, so. that's efficient right there. That's efficient. Get your, work, get your work out in wild running the ones and twos. I love way, it. The listeners, the listeners will appreciate an update. Uh, if, if Runes were here, he would have asked. So I feel like because Runes is not here with us today uh, – and he's fine, by the way. That that sounded foreboding, but no, he's fine. He's just, you know, he's no longer in Omaha. It's early out on the West Coast. Well, yeah, but uh, I so I had my my power rankings of the celebrity sightings in the hotel gym uh, yesterday. Todd Blackledge was thrown into the mix, uh, college football analyst for ESPN, former you know uh, former Penn State quarterback Todd Blackledge. Um, I'm going to go no play though, no change to the top five. Really, uh, Todd Blackledge, you, a big name. Uh, however, I, I, I thought about this, and in context, he's a football guy at a baseball event. If we yeah. were at the college football playoff, perhaps Todd Blackledge cracks my top five. I like but it. I can't in good conscience put a football player, football analyst, in the top five at the College World Series. I just I, I wouldn't feel right about that, especially bumping uh, Mike Monaco from the top five. So we're going <laughs> we're going no play on that. So you're telling me that if, if we walk downstairs in the gym and Joe Burrow's on the elliptical, he doesn't go in the ranking? Well, no. I mean, there is a certain line where okay. a football player would crack that. So it's, okay, it's a combination of things. Yeah. But the, 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 the tiebreaker, if you will, was that Monaco's here under baseball auspices. Okay. Yeah, Todd Blackledge is a football guy. No, no play. He's outside looking at. Okay, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know Joe Burrow and his entourage bumping Kendall out of the press elevator is one of the, one of the greater yeah, outrages. Right. One of the greater outrages. I got you. Of I got you, Joey series. B. We'll see what we got today, buddy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Listen, you don't have go to go Steelers. To that. <laughs> there you go. My buddy said. My buddy texted me and said, "Hey, tell him to go Steelers." You know, so. Just quickly, uh, first of all, our friends at the College World Series in Civil A do, do a, a good job with this event. You know, I, I want them to get that on the front end. However, uh, not for our sake, because we could take the stairs. It's fine. But like the elevator situation at Charles Schwab Field. And if you're an LSU fan or, you know, a Florida fan or any fan who was here during the week that sat up at the, the, the club level, you know what I'm talking about. Like, my goodness, man. Like, let's figure it out, fellas. We need, like, we need some power <laughs> boosters in those things. Yeah. yeah, it's just there, there's only a couple of them and they're slow. And and again, it's not for my sake, but I feel bad for you've got, you know, you've got fans who have been walking to the stadium or out in the fan, the fan areas in the 90 something degree heat. And then, you know, they're trying to come in and get off their feet and they're standing outside an elevator for 20 minutes or whatever. You know, it just not not a good situation. Anyway, that's my that's my rant. But it's it, it irks me. That's all. Good take. Good take. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. <laughs> we're, go we're going through some very important business. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? The, uh, the Chicken Philly Day yesterday I thought was solid. The great anthem yesterday. Shout out to our boy Drew. Uh, yeah. Did get it. Did get a, it. a good anthem. Yeah. <laughs> See, That's you know, true. this is – Rune should learn from us. You, you, you squeeze the inane banter in at the very end of the show so people get the, the, yeah. beat, the matters first. And if you're, if you're bored now, you can just tune out. We would we would have had a twenty minute conversation about this uh, elevator topic had Rune's been leading the show here, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let, let's take it. Let's circle back around. Let's do one more baseball thing. Uh, the we we did get a good question in the in the YouTube chat here. Um, Brant Robin asks, with the wind blowing out, do you sacrifice Malazzo's glove for Travinsky's bat? I I think it depends. Is is. 
Uh, is Travinsky completely healthy? I think I've heard some talk about that, some speculation. I, I don't, I don't have any insight on that. Um, but I personally, I mean, you know, Milazzo didn't catch the ball great yesterday. He had two pass balls. Um, I mean, if, if, if I might, I might make that move, you know I mean? I've, I've mostly I've, I've kind of, I think you need to be strong behind the plate defensively. I think that's most important. Um, and if you still think Milazzo is your best defender, then maybe you just stick with him. But Milazzo's had some, some okay at bats and spots out here too. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a great question, Brant. I don't, I don't have a strong conviction on that either way. Turns out I mispronounced the last name Roban. It's got a ah. Brant Roban. It's, it's got a, I like that. I like that pronunciation better. Uh, I, it is a very good question. I think the health of it, um, is a, is a variable that we don't necessarily have all the, we don't not even not necessarily, we do not have all of the information on. Um, but yeah, if, if the defense from Malazzo wasn't great yesterday, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you just, you can always go defensive replacement, right. At some point, uh, maybe you get Travinsky in there if he feels good and, and let him take some hacks, you know, and, and see what kind of happens. So yeah. I think I'm with um, you on that. Uh, one other thing too, Aaron, you mentioned, we, we've, we've been asked also run this back. Cause you, you mentioned this early in the pod, like, or maybe it was Kendall. I, I forget who, but uh, LSU faced Waldrip last year in Hattiesburg. Was that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how did that, how did that go? We've been asking the YouTube comments. Yeah. So Leah tweeted out a second ago. I'll bring it up here. Uh, 11 K six and two thirds innings, two, two runs, two walks, five hits. It's pretty good. Yeah. So pretty good. But, yeah. I mean, but LSU now, also did not have Tommy White. Right. Different team, uh, different yeah. Waldrop. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I don't know how much we can do there, but um, how much we can take from that. But there is a track record of, of success. At the same time, LSU also has a track record of having seen him. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to take that, but it is an interesting wrinkle for sure. Yeah. So it's going to be fun today, guys. Let's uh, let's put a bow on it. And uh, look forward to getting to the ballpark today. We may or may not be celebrating or covering, I should say, a celebration of a national championship this afternoon. Uh, 2 p.m. start. That's fun. A little Sunday matinee. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of the old days. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that'll do it, guys. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks again to Wilson for sponsoring. If you're in town, make sure you, you swing by the Omaha Baseball Village, the Omaha Experience there, and, uh, and check out all the great gear over there. Um, Thanks again. We'll do it again tomorrow. If there's, well, we'll do it again. <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do a video post game and we might do a preview show again tomorrow. We might not. We'll find out tonight. Gonna we'll be see. You'll find we'll out see. when we do. That's right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so long, everybody. <laughs>